Mark Starwitz is the executive director of documentary programming at the CBC. His new documentary, The Mystery of the Bell, Rebellion, Murders and Myth on the Canadian Frontier, premieres at DocZone Thursday, April 10th at 9pm on CBC. He joins me from Toronto. So Mark, tell me about uh, your new documentary and the significance of the Bell of Batash. All right, the Bell of Batash is one of the legendary artifacts of Canadian history. And uh, it uh, has a long and fascinating story. And this is what the documentary is about, telling me the, the drama of, uh, of the bell. The bell was stolen twice. It's disappeared for decades. It's, uh, uh, it's uh, been the subject of uh, controversy between uh, the Métis people and, uh, and the community in Ontario. And uh, and as, as as people who read Canadian history will know, the Bell of Batash comes from uh, the story begins with the Battle of Batash in 1885, which was the last battle fought on Canadian soil when uh, Louis Riel declared a provisional government uh, in uh, in Batash, in, in what was then the Northwest Territories, what is Saskatchewan today. Uh, and uh, this enraged Ottawa, which then dispatched 5,000 troops to suppress what they considered uh, uh, a rebellion against uh, against the Crown. That led to several battles in which the Métis acquitted themselves very well, uh, but to their final defeat at the Battle of Batash. Uh, and legend has it that in the days after the battle, the uh, Belle of Batash was stolen by Canadian soldiers and taken back east. And, uh, and that it surfaced in the small town of Millbrook, Ontario. Uh, then the story gets more complicated. The, uh, the church and the person of the Bishop of St. Albert wants the bell back. The uh, Parliament, uh, the Minister of the Militia wants the bell back. They send delegations to Millbrook. Millbrook refuses to give it back. The bell is buried for 15 years to hide it from those who would want it. And then it's put in a creek for uh, a number of years. And it's locked up in a safe. And eventually when it comes out, it's used as a fire hall bell. And in 1991... It is stolen from the Canadian Legion, uh, liberated, uh, others would say, uh, by uh, Métis militants uh, who want to be patriated to Métis hands. Whereupon it disappears for another 22 years, the longest period that has been unseen, uh, but ironically it is, uh, is after it was liberated. So we want to tell, and we are telling, the, uh, the remarkable story of this bell uh, and what its roots are, uh, tracing uh, how it was stolen, who had it, uh, the various identities it has assumed, because people have thought it was various uh, things at various times, the political battle for it, right up to the current day uh, when the bell uh, was returned. Uh, the person who stole it, Billy Joe Bellerand, uh, liberated the bell and uh, made an appearance at uh, Batosh uh, this summer and returned the bell. Uh, and people have seen the bell for the first time in Batosh in the 128 years. So it's the saga of the bell. It's almost like the, our own Maltese Falcon story. 
And uh, obviously the, the bell means something uh, depending what, uh, what society or community you're a part of. What do you think the bell personifies for uh, the Métis and First Nations compared to uh, the people who cap captured it and brought it back to Ontario? In Métis lore, of course, it is it is, it is uh, the bell from uh, you know the center of their uh, of their resistance. Um, it was uh, uh, it's been called the voice of their people. Um, the uh, it's it's taken on a symbolism, but it's an insult that the bell was hanging in a fire hall in uh, in Millbrook to the people in. Millbrook and in Ontario in general at the time, um, this is a pretty vicious religious period. Uh, the Orange Order was uh, a fiercely anti-Catholic organization that uh, uh, that was omnipresent in Ontario. We're talking 1885 here. Uh, saw this and intended it to be an insult to the Catholic Church. Uh, they they thought there should be a, a stolen Catholic bill hanging in every Protestant and every orange lodge in Ontario. So it's a real insight into the uh, the religious animosities in Canada uh, then. Uh, today, uh, there's some redemption to the story. The people of Millbrook are anything but like that. They believe that the bell should be in Métis hands and in First Nations hands, and they're not demanding it back. You know, far from it. They're sending their best wishes. Uh, and uh, and I don't see much animosity on, on the Métis side either. David Chartrand, head of the Manitoba Métis Federation, in fact, was uh, very generous with Millbrook and pointed out that Millbrook was quite prepared to negotiate at the time that the bell was stolen and, uh, and, and was being quite reasonable. So, you know, I think it's a story that... Uh, that is an insight into the religious animosities of the past, but I think they have faded. Do you think there's um, any sense of closure or maybe a new chapter in the Métis community or the Métis identity uh, with, the dis or with the repatriation of this bell? Well, I think there's a debate. There, and, and, you know, there's been a debate about this bell um, and, uh, you know, why... It was kept from sight for the last 22 years. There's some controversies within the Métis community. Uh, there's a lot of emotion attached to the bell. There's debate about the, uh, you know, is it the Batash bell? Uh, there is, uh, I think it's the, I don't think it's the end of the discussion and uh, probably the beginning of a discussion. I don't think it's an unhealthy discussion. And uh, you, you noted that there is some controversy over the origin of this bell. How, how did you go about finding sources for this documentary? And how did you uh, determine their credibility? Well, you know, this is done by the history unit here. Yeah. Which is, and so uh, this is, you know, our specialty. And uh, our research was done in archives and interviews, uh, Often climbing the steeples of churches, you know, to examine bells, uh, parish archives, national archives, diaries, uh, personal accounts, oral testimony. A lot of detective—it's it's a terrific detective story. Uh, that, that is a journey through Canadian history. You know, you—you you don't even have to be interested in Canadian history. Uh, you just have to be interested in a good mystery. As I said, it's a sort of a Canadian Da Vinci Code. But I think people who will watch it will have learned a lot of Canadian history in the process. Okay.
and there's still there's still obviously work being done into the um, into the history now that this bell has been found. So it's still an ongoing story. Yes, it's an ongoing story, and I think it will remain an ongoing story for some time. Well, I look forward to seeing it, Mark, and thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you for your interest. All right. All the best. Take care.